I hated that. Hi guys, this week we have another Rated R retelling for you. Um, this week's guest is my boyfriend, Jack Johnson. No, not the banana pancakes one. Um, this one would be more likely to make, I don't know, like a breakfast hash <laughs> in the morning. But he's going to talk about some of his favorite bad movies. Um, he's really nervous about it. <laughs> So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you doing this for me. Um, but the movies he's going to talk about um, are Jason X. Um, he talks a little bit about some sci-fi original movies and Austin Powers Gold Member. So enjoy next week. Hopefully we'll be at you with a regular episode. Um, and thanks for sticking with us, guys. Enjoy. All right. So I'm supposed to talk about my favorite horrible movies which is almost an oxymoron in and of itself i'm going to preface this with saying that i hope that this turns out okay because i haven't watched like a horrible movie that i would consider to be like my favorite horrible movie in a while so i'm going to do my best to recall the ones that i have seen um i think in terms of like a horror slasher flick like just god awful like just one of the most predictable movies that you could think could exist in like slasher flicks would be, um, oh, I could, what, what are the name of the Jason movie? Friday the 13th. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Friday, or maybe they just changed the name to Jason eventually, but like Friday the 13th, number 14, or like Jason, yeah, okay, yeah. So after the 10th one, they just started calling it Jason X, you know, Jason 10, Jason 11, Jason 12. <clears throat> I remember watching Jason 13, and bear in mind, I'd never seen any of the prior Friday the 13th films, which I'm assuming are probably just as cheesy, like all those 80s slasher flicks were. But um, it took place, like, in the year 2200 or something like that, and they're on a spaceship, and somehow Jason's body has been, like, preserved on this spaceship, or maybe he's, like, stuck out in space, just, like, floating around, and, like, somehow manages to come back on the board. But at some point, you know, something critical happens, like, the beginning of the movie, and, like, everybody's the whole crew's, like, freaked out, like, oh my god, what's going on? And Jason's body is on board of the ship and becomes defrosted because, you know, what what else would possibly happen in the movie? And so, you know, they're like, oh my god, something's wrong. And eventually everybody, like, separates to go and try and figure out what's wrong. And one by one, he just roams through the ship and, like, kills them all. Except for, like, you know, the last person. I think it's this girl. And she probably gets, like, chopped in the arm or something. Like I said, I haven't seen this since I was, like, uh, probably, like, ten years ago or something like that. She probably gets, like, chopped in the arm. She's, like, funny. She's, like, oh my god, running away. And everybody else has been murdered. And she winds up, like, you know, being able to eject him back out into space or, like, burn him in, like, the thrusters or something like that. But it was just, it, like, all the blood splatters, like, the way that people die and the predictability of the whole thing. It's, like, at that point, they were definitely just serving that uh, particular niche genre of people that just love those, like, cheese, like overly cheesy and predictable type of slasher films. So uh, I would say that was, that was a pretty good one. Uh, in terms of, like, a general pro- broad category of favorite awful films we're gonna have to go with the sci-fi's chant the sci-fi originals and i haven't had cable in a while so i don't even know if they still make these but the sci-fi channel science fiction for the uninitiated um they used to make like all of these original like just a ridiculous amount of original films honestly like the amount of films they put out compared to the amount of people that i would assume watch them is just uh, uh, the ratio is ridiculous but um, I remember there was this one, just like a fantasy thing where like you know people are, like fighting dragons, this and that, and the other, 
and I remember there was this scene where this guy had been like impaled in the chest with a sword. And so like, you know, there's one film where it's like uh, the guy's you know, like laying on his back on the ground and one friend is crouched next to him. And it's almost like the camera would be across from the guy that's crouched next to him. So it's like cutting between the guy on the ground's face and chest where you can like see very clearly there's this massive stab wound and a sword sticking out of it. And then back to the guy that's talking to him that's crouched down right next to him. And then in another shot of the film, I just, I remember this scene so vividly because I was just like, how can you make this massive a fuck up? I just remember like the camera panning over the guy that's laying there and you can see the guy crouched down next to him and his chest is just, there's just nothing there. Whereas five seconds ago, there was like this massive gaping stab wound in his chest. Now it's just, there's no markings at all in his chest. So I mean, I'm sure they just shot it in two scenes. They were probably just doing it so fast or some shit, you know, just trying to churn it out that they just forgot to put it back on. But I don't know. That was just one thing that caught me is like, 12 year old I was like what the fuck and I think my favorite horrible movie not even that I would call I don't even know if I could call it horrible because that would be an insult to the movie but it's got to be Austin Powers gold member and I'm going to put it on the horrible movie list just because of like how cheesy and kind of like slapstick and uh crude the comedy is but at the same time that is the funniest fucking movie oh my goodness um it's Austin Powers and gold members so it's a Mike Myers film and Mike Myers plays, like, four of the main characters. Um, Beyonce's in it as Foxy Cleopatra. does a phenomenal job. Mike Myers plays Austin Powers in the movie. He plays Goldmember, uh, the antagonist. He plays Dr. Evil, another antagonist. And then he also plays Fat Bastard, which I guess would be, I guess would be another antagonist. Um, but the movie starts out, you know, he's like an international spy man. Uh, he's all upset because he feel like his, his dad's abandoned him because he went to like this international spy academy, got his award, and his dad didn't show up. So like he sings this whole sad song to kind of kick things off. And there's a hilarious scene um, <clears throat> where he's like having this big huge party to celebrate his you know winning the spy award, the fact that he's now this international spy man. And there's like this uh, Japanese girl with like a backpack there, and he goes, "Oh hello, darling. You know what's your name?" And it's, he's English. I'm not gonna try to do the accents just because I'm sure I will just absolutely butcher it. Um, but, you know, he's like, oh, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, what's your name? And she just goes, fuck you. And he's like, oh, my God, like, you know, it's a little bit forward. And she's like, no, fuck you. And he's like, what the fuck? And, you know, he's kind of like, what are you saying? Like, oh, you know, they just keep going back and forth with, like, you know, the crude puns. And she's just kind of saying her name over and over again. And then at one point, he, like, turns around to grab a drink. And he looks back, and the girls have switched. And he goes, oh, you know, he starts talking to her again. And she goes, fuck me. You know, I think he, like, asks her name one more time. And she's like, oh, like, you know, it's switched and then you know the joke is that like there's actually twins so like he, she brings her other sister up and like fuck you and fuck me it's good stuff oh man i was kind of struggling to recall the plot of this movie so i just had to like pause it and then go watch the trailer and start it again and i just forgot how quotable of a movie this is it's like uh, I, i'm just i'm just gonna go through the movie and the scenes that i can remember and it's not gonna be in chronological order because it's been too long for me to be able to recall it all in chronological order but in terms of, like, quotable scenes, like, it doesn't really matter the order of the movie. The point is, it's just a whole fucking hilarious movie with a million quotes you can pull from it and just, in my opinion, a fucking barrel of laughs. Uh, like, there's one scene where, you know, Dr. Evil, who's played by uh, Mike Myers, has a son named Scotty who, like, you know, has this, like, Dr. Evil's, like, this... It, has this like huge scar on the side of his face. He's this bald, super pale guy wears like this gray jumpsuit, and he's got a little clone named Mini Me, who is played. I can't remember the name of the actor. Vern Troyer. He's played by Vern Troyer and just looks, you know, exactly identical to Doctor Evil. And so he calls him his son as well. But uh, Scotty has like he's like this, you know, 
skinnier guys, like got just got a little bit more color to him. He's got like this kind of like weird looking orange hair. And uh you know, he's like, Not all sons are different in this and that and he's like, you know, for example, Minnie Me loves chocolate, but Scotty don't and they just start like going back and forth, they're Scotty Doot, Scotty Doot, Scotty Doot. I mean I'm not gonna again try and go through the whole scene, but that's a good one. Um there's another scene where Austin Powers is talking to like the guy who's like basically giving him his mission to go and find Goldmember, uh, who is another hilarious character in and of himself because the name Goldmember is his name because he is, uh, his member was turned gold in an unfortunate smelting accident. So it's kind of like the whole joke of the movie is like you got to find Goldmember, but like they're just talking about his dick, which is a golden member. So just excellent even from the title of the even from the start from the title of the movie um but anyways austin powers is getting briefed about gold member uh, you know he's like he's kidnapped your dad he's a dangerous man they're working on setting like a huge death beam to like destroy the entire world as long as they get a million dollars which was dr evil's like big magnificent number for saving the whole world is a million dollars and that's like another thing at the beginning of the movie, like that's it I'm sorry, I just had to pause it again because my brother just interrupted me, so I completely just spaced on where I just was. Um, oh, okay, yes. So, Austin Powers is getting briefed by, like, the head of the spy agency or whatever on his mission to go and find Goldmember, and, you know, he's like, you know, we've had a mole implanted in uh, Goldmember's team that has a whole bunch of, like, uh, you know, information on it. So here's the mole, and they just bring in, like, this weenie-ish looking dude with, like, this short, like, kind of bad hair, kind of curly looking hair, and he just has this massive mole on the side of the face. And so, this is the first thing he fixes, and he's like, whoa! And everybody's like, don't talk about the mole, and he just starts going like, mole, 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 and he like, pokes it with a stick, you know, from like, off camera, so it just kind of like, comes into view, and like, starts poking his mole, and the guy's just like, kind of standing there, taking it. And like, you know, at one point he like, just is like, yes, I know I have a massive mole on my face, like, please, like, just stop it! And it's just another one of those great scenes. Oh my god, and then there's another part where Dr. Evil gets arrested and thrown into prison. So he and Minimi are actually both thrown into prison. And, you know, he's having, like, a confrontation with, like, one of the biggest prisoners there. And he's like, oh, he, like, steps up to him and he starts, like, you know, just kind of, like, stepping back to him. And then he just breaks into this whole cover of uh, Hard Knock Life, like, a whole cover of the Jay-Z song. But, like, with, you know, their own, like, Dr. Evil specialized lyrics, which is, again, just another amazing part of the film. Um, so... Jason 14, take it or leave it. If you like cheesy 80s slasher flicks, then I would definitely check it out. Sci-fi originals, if you just want like kind of something to put on in the background, in the background, zone out to, you can tune in and out where you're just like kind of haha, you know, like that's just the most ridiculous CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. Go for those. Uh, if you want a fucking hilarious movie in like the cheesiest, crudest kind of way, Goldmember is the way to go. Um, that's about all I got for this one, guys. So if you take any of those and just just watch Goldmember, you'll have a good time. Thank you.